listen, I've got a book coming out in June. I'd love it if you pre-ordered it. I don't think cool. it's much to pre-order. I think it's kind of cheap. Uh, and if you could please, please buy it, that would really mean the world to me. What's it called? called? It's called Alex White Suck My Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome along to the Community Notice Board. All right, let's do it. Welcome oh, to the Community yeah. Notice Board podcast. Podcast about suburbs that we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming of age tales. We've got a very special guest, a comedian and podcast host, Becky Lucas. How are you, Becky? I'm well, hey, hey. thank you. Right right. See you. Belly you, full of meat. Yeah, <laughs> you've been meatballed up. That's an old saying back in the yeah. day. My uncle would be like, belly full of meat. I'm belly doing good. Perfect. Yeah, there used to be this comedian... Um, in Brisbane called Steve Allison and he he does he does a lot of cruise ships mm. he used to be a um his parents were circus performers Ooh. and <laughs> love it already <laughs> and um, family of entertainment somehow yeah. he still is a black sheep even <laughs> <laughs> so he was he, so was, he, was, a, a he was a son of a so he was a cruise ship comedian and uh and he one time before he got on to do his set he had a kilo of prawns <laughs> <laughs> he ate a kilo of prawns before he set. Oh my yeah. god! Oh. Still killed it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's maybe they helped him. Yeah. His belly full of prawns. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he's ever been to Canberra because when I worked at the cinema there, I was cleaning a session. And someone had sat there and watched the movie and ate a whole fucking kilo of prawns and stuffed all the heads into the seat. Oh, disgusting. And then you've got to sit behind them while you're watching fucking <laughs> scream I'm four. never going to feel guilty about not cleaning up a bit of a few errant. No, yeah, yeah. no, no way. <laughs> People that are doing rules. awful things. That's yeah, just yelling at the attendant on the way out. It could be prawns. <laughs> and they're yeah. just like, what are you talking about? Because, like, I stuffed <laughs> them in the crease of the seat, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tried to hide them. You've got meatballs all around your lips. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and you're here to talk to us about West End. I am. <laughs> Check your notes. So yeah. <laughs> I didn't know because my parents are divorced, um, something I do talk about a lot. <laughs> and so I technically grew up in two towns, mm-hmm. um, but I picked the one that I think there's more fodder for. Oh, Because, okay. you know, the, the second one, I, I was there when I was older, and I think you remember more stuff from that time. Mm. Like when you're young, you don't really know what's – going to be funny on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, you know, when I was 14, I was like, okay, start yeah. collecting stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had a three-year-old guest the other week, disastrous. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they don't know. know. <laughs> They're not picking up on cultural. Same drink, though. Just for everyone listening, uh, the drink that we have, uh, the Becky chose is Milo. Yep. That sounds like a divorced child's drink. Yeah, I was allowed to have as much as I wanted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just no, coming. Every parent was too scared to yeah. tell me not to. <laughs> coming home, no one's home so yeah. you're just scooping it in until yeah. i remember when i because i could have as many scoops as i wanted and <laughs> child of privilege yeah, absolutely and um it was funny like i would realize like when i'd go to play at other people's house i'd realize that i could figure out they were poor <laughs> because you could only have two scoops oh yeah my like yeah. we went poor when my dad acted poor he'd be doing level scoops you know yeah. what i mean like he'd be using the proper measuring thing like right. yeah. one and a half scale. that'll do you know i remember being shocked like what? Yeah. We, you have to have two. That's crazy. Did you ever like a suggestion? Were you ever just like <laughs> scooping it in, and then like parents and the other kids just watching on in horror, being like, "What?" Like someone being like, "Mom, what's she doing?" Yeah. <laughs> She's trying to OD. Yeah. <laughs> we had because it was like me, my brother, and my sister, and my mum, and we rarely got Milo, so it was like a treat. But it also meant that the second it got in the cupboard, mm. 
like we it was like a fight and we had to like my you'd catch my sister in the cupboard just eating it straight from the tin all the time yeah you can't relax it, yeah any bit that you're not getting is getting into someone else's mouth and totally. yeah. the thought just drives you insane that's so true like if you don't take it someone else will exactly mm. it's just very zero sum i think that's how obese people feel all the time <laughs> <laughs> well we've also got another guest on the pod <laughs> <laughs> can, uh, help this. Uh, <laughs> big, big james <laughs> <laughs> big jay who's Throw that to james. the fattest guy in comedy <laughs> Man, ah, damn. you got to find a niche somewhere, man. That's, That's what I'm doing. It's <laughs> a big niche. It's been a, yeah, it's been a seven-year game to get to this point. <laughs> seven-year gains. All right. So let's get into this. I, my family were fucking weird because we didn't have Milo. We were Activite people. Did you ever have Activite? What is Activite? <laughs> it's like... Oh, it's why you live know. in a nice house. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a... I think my grandma had it. It's very... It's my more bitter. It's... Ew. Yeah, it's not a kids' drink. Is it's it like, like the Marmite to Vegemite? It's just cocoa and water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it is like that. It's like, I don't know, and it's bigger granules too. They're right. like big rocks. It's like British, like this is like sand in a Sydney beach and there's mm. like British beach rock. It's like huge chunks, oh, okay. you know? Okay. Right. Right. Like Ovaltine yeah. or some shit. This is yeah. fucking yum. I didn't actually, I've never. This is yum. The yum. first time mm. I had this was when I was 13 years old at school camp. And because like, what? I was just like, oh, it's just like chocolate milk. Because we used to drink Nesquik back mm. in Europe. But I always had the strawberry one because I have sweet, sweet boy. Could have a bit of fruit. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Of servings of fruit. But yeah, it. when they had this, I was like, oh my God, this is majestic. Because all the shit mm. that builds on top as well well, makes it even better. Experience. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Which is, yeah. they also had for a very brief period, I don't know if they do any more, the Milo chocolate bar, which oh, was yeah. incredible, I reckon. Really? I yeah. never had it. Mm. I, I always found when Milo tried to branch out into other things, it wasn't as good. Yeah, Milo cereal, cereal. was abysmal. Yeah, yeah. and oh, like yeah. Milo Milo's ice cream, it just never had that, it, it didn't respect the texture. Yes, exactly. See, the chocolate bar... Really respects okay. the texture. He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's, laughs> <it's, laughs> like, hey, Jamie, I trust you. Okay? <laughs> no, listen to me. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't want to say Nesquik. I just want to be on the record. Like, I wasn't like one or either. Like, I wasn't like, mm. oh, Milo's better than Nesquik. Yeah, Nes yeah. Nesquik is beautiful, smooth, mm. delicious. And you did have the options of flavors. There's no strawberry Milo. Exactly. Right? Oh, that, so would that would be great. Yeah, yeah that's the branch. That's what they should have branched. They didn't want to change the fuck. It's actually huge in. I don't know if it was made, Milo was made, or it's huge in like Malaysia. And they, you'd, if you go to like a Malaysian restaurant like Marmac, it's like one of the options, like you just have it with your meal. Mm. You know that? No. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so you, you, you know what I mean? Like beer, wine, Milo. At fucking Malaysian wow. spicy, because there's spi I think because the milk and that's really good for spicy food. So oh, yeah, it is like a whenever you're in Malaysia or yeah, anywhere in Asia, and they have Milo, it's always like you feel weirdly patriotic you're like no no milo's our thing yeah that's what i was i couldn't tell if it was that's like may there or sort of one of those things like you know how red bull is like a thailand had a version and then other people took mm. it and made their own version i think it's a bit like that but yeah they're exactly it's it's like saying fosters overseas or something like yeah. but it's actually something you drink right. you know yeah and uh west end so that's obviously the place the second place when you're a bit well, older so my my dad and stepmom lived there and then i my mum and i actually moved there when i was like 14. right and we kind of so. got the impression and i don't know like was it changing because it's a bit new towny right it is now like and I guess it always was. It was always a little bit alternative. Mm. Um, but it was one of those suburbs that, you know how like back in the day, suburbs that were close to the city and stuff weren't good? Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was like a shit, like it was kind of shit. And it's, the big street is called Boundary Street, which actually is a very racist street because it meant like that was where the Aboriginal people, that was the boundary yeah, right. between like city and where they could go and stuff. So oh. there's quite a bad history there. But, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's... 
Yeah, like it's like a cool. It's like on the river, and it's a like ten minute walk into the city, yeah. and it's cool. It's very um. It's like what alternative was ten years ago or fifteen years ago? Yeah, it was okay. like dreadlocks, and it was always a reggae show. Um, <laughs> you know, there were always posters everywhere for a show that had like Afro jazz, yeah, yeah right. Caribbean swing. Yeah. A lot of white people like doing <laughs> stuff, which today would be you know. Cancel yeah. cultural appropriation. Yeah. But there yeah. it was like brave and they yeah. were. Yeah. Well, it was like uh, there was a lot of Greek immigration and stuff, and there's a lot of factories and stuff that mm. were there. I found it that Peter's ice cream yep. was like started there mm-hmm. and literally like developed, you know, like the drumstick ice cream, yeah. the fucking uh, billabongs, which is the best chocolate ice cream, I think. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. Um, do, do you know? Can I just ha- I have a quick story about um, billabong? Mm-hmm. Because I believe that the paddle pop was a the perfect chocolate ice cream. Uh-huh. I thought it was so good the way, like, um, you know, as it sort of went on, it started to, to melt away, like, yep, you yep, know, yep. layers, layers, layers. Mm. And very malty, delicious. Billabong, on the other hand, a little bit icy, a little okay. bit chewy. Mm. You'd bite into it. it. It didn't have the same flavor. It felt like cheaper milk, cheaper. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> I felt very strongly about this. And then, like, this was a while ago, I started noticing that my paddle pops were tasting more and more like billabongs. Okay. And I thought I was crazy. I talked to my dad. He said, no, I've been noticing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is now a true crime podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and we, honestly, we were driving from Brisbane to Sydney one day and in front of us, there was a guy driving a street car. So so, so Paddle Pop is streets yeah. mm-hmm. and Billabong is Peters. Peters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we saw a guy driving a, a streets car and we decided to follow him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was going to say you pulled him over as a joke. I'm like, what's in him? But this yeah. is just as weird. Yeah. We followed him for a good two to three hours. I mean, we're all going to the same place. Um, obviously, just careening along the highway. <laughs> to the streets factory. To yeah, do, yeah, yeah. do more investigation, yeah. But then he pulled over and dad pulled over and he said, hey, I, I've just got to ask you a question. He's like, my daughter and I have noticed that <laughs> I love that he pulled over because someone's followed him for four hours. <laughs> He's like, I got to lose these crazy. Like, oh boy, oh god. <laughs> He's like, um, yeah. We said we, we've noticed that they've started to taste a little more like billabongs. Is that us being crazy or is it science behind this? And the guy goes, look, <laughs> and he like looks around. He's like, Streets and Peters have actually sort of combined now where we make the ice creams. A lot of our factories have started making. Um, like streets have started making their ice creams in the Peters Fuck. vats. He said, so it is very possible that some, you know, the temperature and, and, and the taste, like some of some of the old way, like the people who worked at Peters are employing their new their old methods to even to make the new paddle oh pop. Like right. they, they don't want to let go of what they know. Right. He's like, so it, it is possible. This and sounds like the Simpsons, like the three beers all going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, also yeah. sounds like this thing. guy possibly got murdered for revealing. He's <laughs> <that laughs> <thing laughs> looking yeah. around. Oh they're, they're just like, they push him into the tank, <laughs> yeah. and then you're just like, wow, they taste really different now. Yeah. He's halfway through the store, and a sniper's bullet just takes <laughs> him out. Yeah. He's got to run. I don't yeah. believe anything anymore. That's crazy. Uh, it was good to get to the bottom of it. You often, <laughs> yeah. you often don't get to the bottom of these yeah, things. No. So it's good to have an answer. Oh my god. But yeah, that's that's it. So and the, the frosty fruit, mm. the fucking now, if that, had, heart. if that had happened now, it'd be a eight part podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. we got to do it. Yeah, and it'd start with a guy being like, "Hey." My name's Brian. A <laughs> 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 yeah. little like somber, yeah. like, like uh, yeah. about streets and Peters. Yeah. <laughs> They're synonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Are they? Yeah. <laughs> we found out. 
Yeah. Uh, so I just, hot, hot days in the sun. <laughs> yeah. I want, I've just had a kid. And, <laughs> and my kid wants to know what my favorite chocolate ice cream. <laughs> that answer is not so easy. <laughs> He's American. He's just oh, yeah. He's like, like a niche <laughs> Australian ice cream. <laughs> Pitching at the New York Times podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So where stands? So, it, yeah, and it has a bit of it. Like when you were growing up there or, you know, when you were um, yeah, growing up there, I guess, would you, was it – did you have a – did it seem weird to you as a weird place or is it just the city? Because you come from the other town, which was out of the city. Yeah, right? the, other, the other town was very <clears throat> bad. It was sort of like very methy. You know, it was just lower socioeconomic area. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sort of coming into West End, de- very different. Um, yeah, like I'm trying to explain where I lived before that. It was sort of, it was by the sea. Like it was quite nice mm. technically, but it was, there was a lot of... Um, bad things happening under right. the surface. Like, like Byron Bay-esque sort of thing? So or worse. Like yeah, right. sort of, I guess it'd be like a bad Sydney suburb but by the sea. Right, okay. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, mm. you know how sometimes that happens? Yeah, like <laughs> Central Coast or something, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, kind of yeah. like that where it's just a bit like, or you like know, Maruba no one I know. Yeah, like no one I went to school with. Most people would have, you know, maybe four plus kids. They've had, they've dabbled in drugs. Like mm. it's a bit of a... Um, like if you see, you, it just sucks. Like, yeah, I don't know. And then the I following went drug dealers down to find if they've stepped on the drugs. Like yeah, that's yeah. their <laughs> fucking true crime pod. Yeah, it's so different. And so like, then I moved to West End, and it was yeah, it was like in the city. Like everyone, it was different, mm-hmm. very different. Well, I I got the I got the impression that it was uh, or now at least is there's that gentrification that happens, and there's a lot of people who want it to be. Yeah, so there is a Facebook group called Keep West End Weird. Which um, yeah. which just sums it up. Let me guess, up. the woman who is who made that group lives in a two million dollar house. Probably, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of photos yeah. of people being like, "Man, preserve what it was back in the day," and then you yeah. see photos of people dressed like steampunks, yeah. just yeah. like drinking a beer out of a it's pewter totally. mug. And there stuff. is like, a lot of like they do want it to be weird, but their idea of weird is just not. They just don't mm. want more development, but they also yeah. don't want anything actually weird. Because every time someone does post something weird, everyone makes fun of them. Like this one woman <laughs> posted, which was pretty funny. Um, uh, are there any reputable fortune tellers in West End? <laughs> <So> <laughs> everyone's just giving it to her. And one so guy's funny. like, uh, there used to be one, but they closed down due to unforeseen circumstances. Oh, okay. so, uh, oh. so everybody's just the hammering these stuff. weirdos. Yeah. Uh, and then there's posts here, which I show these guys, um, when you have to go to West End for the day, and there's a guy with a shirt that says, i got no spare smokes. So he's just walking around with that. So they're all sort of like making fun of all these people. Yeah. Um, I did see though that someone posted a comment. I don't know if this is true, but do you remember the show Recovery? Mm-hmm. You guys. Uh, so apparently back in the 90s, the show Recovery did a bit where they got someone to stand on the corner in the West End smoking and took see how long it took for someone to ask them for a smoke. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about West End there. Like, so it is a real community. Like that's the thing. It's like closest thing to like inner city community. Um and so there is a lot of homeless people. Like I've known homeless people there for 15 years. Yeah. Like yeah, sometimes yeah. I like see them and I'm like, oh, hey, but they don't remember me. <laughs> <laughs> They're like famous. Yeah, 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 yeah. There used to be a guy and I never knew if he would lash out at me or give me advice. Like sometimes he would give me advice. Like on a really hot day, he was like, you know what's great for, um, for the heat is celery juice. I was like, oh, thanks. And then the next time I saw him, he tried to attack me with a pen. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. Celery <laughs> <laughs> juice. You got to get it. There's just oh, there's just a lot of stuff in West End, uh, Cape West End. Weird. There's a guy here. I was cooking my lentil burger last night when I looked down and realized that it looked like the Millennium Falcon. 
So this guy's got this lentil burger that he reckons looks like the Millennium Falcon. Oh. And he's like, you know, if I put it on eBay, do you think anyone would buy it? Oh it's just That's got to be a joke, but right? It, it, I yeah. don't know, because it's... I mean, maybe that guy is, but a lot of people believe it. So there, there is this weird, like... Yeah, there's a, there's a weird smoking element, but then there's rich people who, like, bought ages ago. Oh, mm. you know, like, it's hard to explain. It's just definitely become... It's a gentrified area now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you, you know, you've still got your little pockets, and it's, it's the leafiest kind of nice area that we have, I reckon, in Brisbane. Mm, like, right. I think when you move somewhere like Sydney or Melbourne or whatever, you get used to everything being quite aesthetically beautiful. Mm. And I just think in a lot of places, you just don't have that. All right, like, it's okay. just a bit... So that that that's sort of how I would describe Is it. Is it a good like nightlife area? People going out. Yes, people go out. There's like little bars, little cocktail bars. Yeah, for um, mentioned Boundary Hotel. So there's the Boundary yeah. Hotel. Yeah, history there with the Boundary Hotel, but it's also it does the comedy there. I think it's which is yeah, abysmal. Yeah, I've done the comedy there. Um, that's been a place of abuse for comedians. Yeah, <laughs> it's very weird. There's like it's like on the roof. What's the thing? Is a rooftop thing, and it's just this. One of those gigs that shouldn't happen, but someone's getting paid money, so it will continue to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, it'll happen forever. Happen forever. But, um, yeah, in the Boundary Hotel, from my memory, I don't know if it's the same, but it's like a real throwback old pub that yep. – do you know what I mean? It's like one of those old – like I got a review, but I, I think they did a bit of renos. Well, yeah, I, they did it up because it used to be mm. super old. Like it was tiled and then there was a stage here and it, the men who used to drink there would have to walk past you on the stage and there was just sort of a hole. In the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where they'd go to the toilet. Oh, wow. And you'd be up there being like, sorry, yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, making a lot of the reviews, that, like the negative reviews, were people who were like, this used to be a place for locals. And yeah, they yeah, go, yeah. Go, yeah. Beer. Like the, all the usual complaints. Totally. I, I got one here, one star. Uh, no VB, no 4X, one star. So he's oh. fuming. Yeah. Yeah. Fair the, enough. I mean, yeah, it, it has become a place of – it used to have this kind of cool, grungy – um, atmosphere definitely and now it's there's a lot of places that have um fake neon signs mm. and like a white with a plant yeah, yeah. the yeah. green yeah. fake it's probably more than most of the suburbs we've done so far especially in brisbane like west end when you typed it a lot of places were like these are all the things you have to see and do it's kind of amazing for nightlife and yeah. restaurants but then they're all the same. Like, yeah. it's like, we've got a tiki bar finally. Yeah. And like... It, well, it's amazing if you live in Brisbane. But yeah. like, anyone else would just be like, oh, cool, this is a suburb. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, right, right. Like, when I lived there, I was like, this is the best place ever. And then I came to Sydney and I'm like, oh, no, it's just... It's just like one little bit of King Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a couple of cool bars. Good. It's not really not happening. Mm. There, do you, Well, I was going to say, that just the whole um, keep it weird and even mm. the, like even the sort of fortune telling thing, it seems to go back a, a long way because I have a newspaper article here from I think sometime in the 30s mm. and it was a uh, headline was, what does it all mean? Mystery slip of paper. Says drink celery juice. And then subheading, husband is puzzled. So this <laughs> this guy, it's, it's, it's got a little bit, I'll read like the first part at least, but this is a, from the truth column in this newspaper and I was uh, suspicious of his wife's <laughs> movements. The truth column in the newspaper, <laughs> yeah. as, just to separate it from all the bullshit. Suspicious of his wife's movements, he searched her bag to find a slip of paper therein with the above address and an apparent password, Madam has the jewels. It was an intriguing find and the husband taxed her in an attempt to ascertain the meaning of it. She laughed at him and kept her own counsel. Uh, the house is inhabited by a French lady known as Madame Alice and to her, uh, and to her truth addressed, like truth the columnist, addressed some of the inquiries about, about the cryptic message. 
Unable to converse rapidly in English, Madame told the journal in French that she was blankly mystified by the password. Questions of whether she dabbled in spiritualism, occultism, or any of the other queer isms were met with flat denial. <laughs> oh boy. You can't say That's that, paper. <laughs> um, and then it essentially goes on to say that, uh, that this columnist just got his stars read because she's like, yeah, I do astrology sometimes. And then the whole thing is it like gets back to this dopey husband whose wife clearly hates him. <laughs> just like sneaking around and either getting like, she's either in a relationship with her or getting like yeah. astrology lessons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's probably thing, like, just getting her fortune read because she's dissatisfied. It, yeah. well, it ends. Possibly there's an explanation, but it isn't at all clear. The husband intends to polish up his horoscope. He swears he'll get to the bottom of it. Like, That's oh a God. domestic abuse case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like into the truth column as well. It's <laughs> yeah. just a lot of bullshit gossip. <laughs> Biggest no fucking loser yeah. can't figure yeah, it's out. It's not even about anyone anyone cares about. It's like, <laughs> husband is confused. Yes. Hear ye, hear ye. Yeah. Anyway, that was the last Going down a boundary hotel and being like, I'm husband. Yeah. And everyone's just like, okay, we don't want it. Uh, I saw a thing with the spirituality stuff and it's on Reddit. So, uh, of course, like the people so there the were- So the truth, now yeah, truth yeah, column. They are even far meaner than the keep, uh, keep West End weird thing because someone was like, I'm super into spirituality and sort of subculture is everywhere there in West End. Every time I go there, all the people I see around the place are my kind of people. Anyone got advice about where to go to hang out and meet these people? I'm not a huge bar goer, so preferably places where I don't have to drop a fortune on drinks to be social. And the top response that had been voted up the most was, just like approach the people you like and maybe talk to them and then they were like maybe you should go to r slash social skills for this. Oh. <laughs> they just like brutally slammed them instead of just being like yeah go to one of the like nights and yeah. like sign up for a bit you know yeah, yeah. you could that- definitely join a drum circle in west end oh, there's drum circles there's markets there's is there's a public piano right or something was that was oh, that there probably. when you yeah I, th- I think that's new that's new that's them trying to bring back the old the and old it's like that's not what weirdness. we did yeah, yeah. that's right remember the old piano that was there for 40 years now no. it was installed yeah, recently by Telstra yeah. and there's a fucking 5G modem yeah, remember yeah. those classic 20s drum circles <laughs> yeah. and Afro jazz nights we used to run yeah exactly oh. yeah I love I, th- it actually is a little bit there's weird and there's you know punk rock weird because apparently at the bar called the bearded lady uh, a punk rock band uh, during that performance this is only a year ago two years ago during the performance uh, just unfurled a swastika um, oh, which, which they uh, then credited to free speech and they said it was a Buddhist swastika thing. So the, <laughs> this punk rock band and they're like, we're so cool and punk rock in the 80s yeah. and this is what, it should be able to do whatever I want. And then they just got booted out and, and the, the band was called Big Bong and Baby. And this is- Big this is a Bong and Baby. Big Bong and Baby. Okay. And I was like, what's the go with this? I'm, I'm thinking like a <laughs> couple of 20 year old idiots. These, these guys released an album in 1992. Jeez. They've been around for 30 years and that was their 30th year idea. I probably fucked one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I can only find a couple of the, uh, the uh, songs, uh, but I just like uh, from the 1992 EP, Two Weeks of Decadence, Brisbane's finest purveyors of the genre known to critics and fans alike as Toilet Rock, oh. which is great. Wow. And the song's called Block a Roach is My Coach. So it's just wow. the That's weirdest. Title. I think yeah. I might have honestly seen them. <laughs> Because I think they played at the Boundary Hotel. Yeah, yeah. well, they what seem like it? a West End. Well, this yeah. is Bearded Lady, which is, I guess, down the road or oh, something. Oh, Bearded Lady. But yeah, this I think is, one um, of them has a stick with bells on it. Yeah. Oh, that's And you can imagine rules. how you play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 30, 30 years of the stick with bells. And the other one 
a giant that. fucking swastika. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a bell on. Uh, so, yeah, it seems like there's a lot of, like, trying to be cool as well as just old school, like, yeah. bohemian. It's like what know. Brisbane – it's Brisbane's take on, mm. yeah, subculture and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. like, some of it is really – like, it is really cool. Like, some really cool stuff has come out of West End or, like, yeah. um, you know, whatever. Actually, my, my Powderfinger – uh, lived in the house just before my dad bought it. Oh, wow. That's where they wrote the song. Vulture Street is is one of the main streets in West Yeah, right. And Bernard used to get to pick up his mail. He would come down. That's pretty cool. That That is very good. And uh, and I'd sing him songs. (laughs) (laughs) Pitch some ideas to him. (laughs) Got the stick with bells on it. Talk about how your life just wasn't what it seemed (laughs) these days. Yeah, it was. And like, so the school I went to there was a, um, it was just a state school. And if you lived in the area, you could go there. And it was very, it was a good state school. It was massive. And people, it also like competed against, um, other like private schools it was Mm. the only state school in the gps Mm. so it was kind of good like there were so many islanders and like aboriginal guys and like heaps of like it was such a huge different mix of you know races and all sorts of shit Mm. and the best thing was like they would always compete like in footy against these like awful private <laughs> yeah schools. right right and yeah. they used to chant at us your dad works for my dad <laughs> oh <laughs> man what a lame yeah. brag yeah. as well yeah. do you know what i mean my dad's Talk. pretty and then cool half an hour later they'd be just on the ground they, yeah, 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 yeah. Some yeah. Guys just like, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely how are we gonna overpower these huge samoan yeah. guys who are way more skillful than us yeah I'll make fun so of their dad that yeah. was like fun um That's like it was a fun vibe at school yeah there was a guy, I won't say his name, but he was um he was crazy. He attacked a kid with a mallet. Oh boy. <laughs> well, uh, the kid I think the kid had like taken some of his chewing gum or something. Okay. And he okay. was one of these that kids makes sense that he, now. yeah, they, <laughs> they snap on a dime and he attacked a kid with a mallet and then he got expelled from school and to show everyone that he was fine with being ex- expelled from school. He walked past when we're all at lunch wearing a suit like three sizes too big <laughs> and, a, and a briefcase. <laughs> and he just walked past swinging it as if he was off to work. <laughs> he's that like, yeah, he's suckers. Like, I'm off to the business yeah, factory. He's like, enjoy go. school. <laughs> That's such a cool that move. Good. And then he sort of had a – he got a job at Subway and <laughs> – Where you need the suit and briefcase. Yeah, Absolutely. and then he had another – he freaked out again and put his hand through a su- – the, the glass window at subway oh after three years or something of like no, no events and he, he had a mallet it's i assume he yeah, could have yeah. used that you know yeah. in his back <laughs> and he used to, he, he actually had a crush on me and he used to um he knew where i lived so he used to come past Uh-oh. my house bouncing a basketball and like i could just hear it so i'd when i'd hear the bounce of the ball i knew to hide <laughs> so it's going to play the nba yeah. becky, uh. yeah, becky does a double bounce <laughs> Through the oh, legs. It's like a horror movie. Oh. Yeah. But like, you know, he was ex- he was in the community. Like people looked out for him. Like he was kind of a bit touched, but also, you know, he was our guy. Like yeah. he was our boy. And is that, is that the case that there's just like a lot of locals who, yeah, you've seen, like you said before, the, that guy, but there's just people who've lived there for 50 years or whatever and everybody yeah. knows him and you see him all the time. And totally. Like there's, and from all different sort of, there's a spectrum of it too. Like there's, yeah, the kind of, people more homeless people and then there's like my friend had an auntie who was insane um 
But, you know, she was looked after by the community. Mm -hmm. Every time you'd see her, she'd have lipstick on her teeth. And she's like, anyway, off to get bananas. (laughs) (laughs) Do you um, you recognise any of these people? Because, like, any time you look up, or I Google, like, characters in West End, and there are all these threads and people bringing up all these people. So it's obviously, like, well-known around the area. Mm. Um, There's the guy who busks with the recorder by just playing the same note over and over and over. And uh, (laughs) apparently he turned up at a gig in one of the Boundary Hotel uh, reviews I found he, like there was a band playing and this guy's walking past and he's like fucking that I, band. Know, I know that note. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he went up and just played with the band for the rest of the show which I thought was adorable that's pretty uh, the guy who carries his dog around which I think might be a Pomeranian and yes, it's like and he, he goes, cleans windows uh, oh. yeah he has a Pomeranian he cleans windows okay right Brings I, it, bring yeah. your dog to work there. I got a thread on the dog where somebody posted um in one of these groups, is there a worse dog in the 4101? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so that's the dog. And, uh, honestly, like... The guy's cleaning windows. No, Where the fucking dog No, so, so it's, everyone's very split because some of the responses are, um, oh, that dog, I love, it's Charlie's dog. Uh, beautiful as Tubbs. That's Tubbs, it rules. That dog let me pat it once. It barked at me for 10 years, let it let me pat it once. Um, yeah, I hate that little shit. <laughs> Someone else, Tubby, Tubsy for PM. Uh, it's a very cranky dog, but I love her. That dog is a complete cunt. <laughs> Everybody, it's very fucking 50-50. Yeah. I know, but oh, apparently wow. this is a very old... It's, someone else said this dog's like 14. Yeah, it's like Frenchie. You either love him or you hate him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one in right. between on yeah, that Yeah, exactly. No one's on the fence for <laughs> Tubsy. Tubsy. He's a dog that you want to like. Actually, you could probably figure out who is a newcomer to West End and who's who knows their place. Yeah, yeah. Based on who's being... Fa- like. Saying that you love that dog, it's like you're a latecomer. Yeah. You're right. a phony. You think you love that dog because you want to say you love that dog. But yes. if you're true, you know that dog sucks. Well, that's what someone's like. Well, some people like, you know, that, that fucking dog's been barking at me for 10 years. And it's like, yeah. I feel like if you see it once, you're oh, a cute little dog. But if it, if a dog barks and snarls at you for 10 years, it's a shit oh, of a dog. So Do you know annoying. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a bad dog. Like, it's so annoying. So that, so that was... Uh, the one of the guy, the guy, the owner is a famous as well. I, well, well, yeah, he yeah, just yeah. carries the dog yeah. around. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. if because if you're a do-gooder and there's kind of a homeless-ish guy with a dog like that, you want to be, you want to be seen to be po- patting the dog and be mm-hmm. like, hey, like you're sucking up to the person, like yes. you're trying to make yourself look good. Yes. Yep. So it's it's infuriating that it's a shit dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it stops you from being seen as a good person. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's sick. Um, there's there was an someone brought up. An old Asian lady who walks around in her nighty. Yeah. And th- the story that they said was, I think it was when they were a kid, they were with their mum and they're just sort of walking down the street and they saw her and she just stared at them and lifted her leg onto a car and then just pissed all over the car. Yes. And it's just like, mm. okay. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. And we love her. <laughs> she comes around. People hate the dog, but, uh, <laughs> but they're like, oh, you can tell who's a newcomer if they hate it, the pissing leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> were there any that I've missed? So it's like, there's a few, like I don't personally want to describe them. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one uh, that's apparently quite famous. Rock and Roll George is his name. Have you heard of Rock uh, and Roll George? It's def- so that's not recorded. It's funny because you come up with your own name. <laughs> yeah. Like, I might be like crazy well, apparently, George. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently Rock and Roll George is sort of a Brisbane legend. He lived in West End, but from basically he died in 2009. But he got this uh, car in the 50s and it was uh, FX Holden. And oh, so yeah, basically he dressed familiar. up like a rock guy. Like he brill creamed his hair into a flat top, wore like a stovepipe jeans. And then every day for 40 years, he'd get in this car and just 
turn up like classic rock on the radio, windows down, and cruise around the streets of Brisbane. Whoa, I think it's the familiar. dad of the guy you had a crush on you, just <laughs> driving around, yeah, yeah. just trying to pretend driving to be what around. he wants to be. So, and like apparently he'd just like pose out in front of it, and there were all these theories as to why he would do it. Like some people said that he was uh, perpetually looking for this girl whose number he lost, which is oh. like 40 years, <laughs> fucking let it go. <laughs> but, uh, but then yeah, others. Find her on Facebook. Yeah. 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 Use the basketball move, shop at a house, bounce yeah. a ball. But yeah, so he never married, never had a family. Just like he'd get up every day. If people parked near his car, he'd go over and yell at them. Then, you know, at about 9, 10, he's in the car and he's gone into Brisbane fucking playing Led Zeppelin, the Beatles, all that kind of crap. But his car is now in the Queensland Museum. Wow. Because that's uh, how it is much such a low <laughs> bar to be famous in Queensland. <laughs> 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 you have to do something every day for your whole life. You're like, yeah, I guess we remember you. I guess that's rock and roll, George. <laughs> yeah. you know? well, there was other articles that were like, these are all the memories people have of him. And most people were like, yeah, he's just kind of like shy guy. Just kind of stood by his car. Didn't really want to have a yarn. Yeah. And then it's just like, ah. He's yeah. famous he's for famous. doing, wow. for doing there nothing. There are a lot of like Brisbane-centric famous people. Um, there's a guy called Stefan. And you guys wouldn't know Stefan. No. But in Brisbane, he was in the 90s. He was the king of Brisbane. He had like buffant hair. It was sort of in that, you know, when like wogs became really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of that thing that everyone was like, wog culture. Yes. Like everything was like about that. And he, he was like Italian or Spanish or something. And he had a big buffant hair. He went, wore really like rhinestone full suits. And he had a chain of hairdressing salons called oh. Stefan and it had a rainbow. And his sister owned a really famous restaurant and he'd always have photo shoots where he had models in the back. He'd drive around in a convertible that said Stefan. He was one of those people who has a photo of Bill Clinton, Honest Donald well. Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, he's got all the photos yeah, yeah, of the right, famous people. Right, right, right. And he had a big tower called Stefan's Needle. <laughs> oh boy. And, oh, wow. and they put like it up confidence? for Expo 88. <laughs> so like you know Expo 88. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Oh, Expo so 88. Expo like they used before like this culture that we live in. Yes. This ever changing ever, you know, whatever. They used to have things called expos where countries would all gather in one place and bring their wares. Oh, right. And okay. bring things that they were doing in their country yeah. and be like, this is what, like, the Japanese people would come and be like, this is like karate. Yeah. Right. And like, this yeah. is like. It was like cultural Olympics yeah, cult or something. Yeah, cultural Olympics. And, and every, you'd go there, you'd descend on one city and everyone would learn about everyone's culture. <laughs> and Stefan erected a needle. <laughs> and it had, a, it had lasers that shot. Around the city, <laughs> every every night there was a laser beam that shot around the city That's out of so a big cool. needle. Out of a big needle, and that there were is. rumors. There were rumors that he was in the drug trade, right? And that he would let people. I don't know. I don't understand. Anyway, it was there for a whole life. That's and then great. one day, my friend had a, a house, and she had a view of the city, and consequently of the needle. And we looked out of her window and the needle was on fire. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no. And I didn't know Greg Larson at this point, another comic, very funny. Um, but everyone descended on the needle. Like lots lots of Brisbane people descended to the base of the needle and I was there with some friends and I didn't know Greg at this time, but he told me that um, Stefan was there and I do remember that Stefan was there crying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no. And they were weird, like everyone's laughing. Like. <laughs> 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 ah, that rules. Oh, yeah. man, 
and the everyone's world. laughing. And then this police officer went up to Greg Larson and he said, "Stop laughing! Can't you see Stefan is crying?" <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh no! So oh. Stefan's still a thing wow. in Brisbane. Yeah, or like is... you would like everywhere you go, like most shopping centers and stuff would have a little Stefan thing. Like he's he's a total Brisbane celebrity. Yeah. How did he not reach? The other it's, it city. is crazy. That is that. That's a. We should have been eating that yeah. up. Did he have the franchise or was he still cutting hair? It was like a big deal. No, for he had Stephane. the franchise. Okay, right. And mm. yeah, like everyone used to find. But you and could like, still go to his sister's restaurant for dinner. Yeah, that was called Jojo's, and she had Wait. every cuisine in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you could, it was awesome. Like if you, if someone felt like Mexican, if someone felt like pizza, if so, you know, you could oh. get it all at Jojo's. Yeah. So you know it's good. Yeah. yeah all exactly. very authentic. And I'm there was sure. a, there was a, you know there were always whispers that Stefan was gay. Oh, of course no. not. No, no, not, with it, not with it being neat or shitting lasers. You know, exactly. Napoleon Purtis, now Stefan, can we leave these yeah. hairdressing? And would a gay guy drive around in a convertible with three women sitting mm. in the back? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, Rock and roll George would be like, I don't fucking think so. <laughs> that rule. I love. I fucking love those. Uh, mm. What did Beck, Beck had when we had Beck? Personalities. Personalities. Oh, you yes. know, like just yeah. celebrities Famous in your in own town. There's totally. a queen. There's a uh, a hairdresser in Queanbeyan called Zorin, and he seems like a similar guy. He's, he looks like he's you know he's been in his fifties or when I when I was there when I was a kid, but he had like feathered big hair, mm. and he he was married, um, you know had a family and everything, and every lady over the age of about sixty was in love with him because he specialized in doing older ladies' hair, and my grandma would take me there because she went. And just to get my hair cut. And I suspected she just wanted to see Zorin because I'm getting haircuts every week, you know, just down there sitting there with the old ladies. But because I just used to get my haircut there, when I was old enough and earning money to just get my own haircuts, I didn't know where else to go. So I used to go to Zorin. And I'd be sitting there in the waiting room just surrounded. It was like 80-year-old women and then me reading Mary Claire. (laughs) Yeah. In England, when I grew up, uh, from like at the ages of five to eight, I used to get my hair cut uh, by George Michael's uncle. Wow! And so like that, and he fucking made a meal of that. You know, like mm. everywhere in the salon were pictures of like, oh, there's when there's my nephew George killing yeah. it. Yeah. And this was like before George Michael had publicly come out, and so like all the women would just flock in there, just wow. being like, you got to introduce us to George, and, and they're like, yeah, he's pretty shy, you know, but uh, <laughs> or he's on tour and all that stuff. But there, there would always be rumors that George had come in one day. I don't think he ever stepped foot. Yeah, in the fucking place. you'd you'd, you'd want to start that rumor. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. It is funny, like in Brisbane. Um, my mum's friend, Tim, he, when he was like in his early twenties, he used to do, he was in a few bands and he used to do mixing and stuff. And he used to have these three brothers who came in, in set in Redcliffe to record music and stuff. And then one day that someone had pulled out of the band and they said to Tim, oh, do you, we, we really think you're a great bass player. Would you like to join our band? And he just thought they were kind of young kids and he was like, oh. Guys, I've, I'm kind of doing my own thing. I'm like pretty happy where I'm headed. But you guys are great. Like, ha- have at it. Like, that's awesome. I, I can, I'm happy to still mix your stuff. And then they went on to become the Bee Gees. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, and he sort of just plays their hits at RSLs. Oh, but, he's, oh, no. but he's kept, like, he has the same hair as them. <laughs> like, it's like he's always been ready to step in. Yeah. And, like, four of them have died yeah. and they yeah. haven't got the call. Yeah. So. Surely <laughs> that guy's at the Boundary Hotel being like, I'm kind of the fifth BG, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, or however many there are. I don't, I don't remember. 
So I always say yes. That's why I'm saying yes to you guys. Yeah, I know. Just in case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In case we're the BG. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Never say no. Uh, I, I, there's a couple other things that I found about West End. This is sort of, it was a guy who lived in the West End. So obviously liberal, pol- well, not liberal po- politics, but like, you know, progressive politics is a big thing there. Apparently it was back in the day, very Labor union heavy, communist-y sort of stuff. Yeah. And socialists, sorry. Now, uh, now it's sort of overrun with just like rich people who have cons- uh, liberal like they're socially liberal. Yeah, yeah. they don't want you. To, they yeah. don't want to raise taxes, but they yeah. say they, they care about it, the environment. It's more about charity. Like they want charitable, but that it's like that still means that power comes through you. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, <laughs> I don't want to lose my. You know sure. what I mean? I just yeah. don't want to pay more GST on yeah. it. Yeah, you know? I just want there to be gay people, and I'm cool with it. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to be cool. As long as they're not taking my money, I'm fine yeah. with it. Yeah. They, they all have photos with that Pomeranian as well. But there was a guy. His name was Lane, last name Lane. There's a couple of them there, and they lived in West End for a bit, but they were very unhappy about uh, the capitalist nature. This is in the 30s. Have you guys heard of – they did this thing. Have you guys heard of New Australia? No. Oh, they, is that in um, South America? Yes. Yeah. These guys got together and decided they're going to form a New Australia in Paraguay. Oh. And they got like thirty, uh, like three hundred people, and they disaster. and they just got on a boat and went over there. And went, that's it. We're going to make a new Australia when, when in Paraguay oh. in like the thirties. Okay, cool. And so there they so many pedophiles on that. <laughs> oh wow! <well. laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's a new life, a new chance. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, there was definitely a lot of pedophiles, uh, but apparently it broke down very quickly because the guy who started it and he started to be the leader, this Lane guy. Uh, Lane's rules of no alcohol and no sleeping with the local women didn't exactly sit well with the group of mostly single men in their 20s and the laws broke down the moment they landed. <laughs> so they got Christ. there and this guy's just teetotaling, all right, so we're not going to drink, right? And we're not going to have sex with the women or the boys, I guess. You, know? <laughs> you better and believe we can't be pedophiles <laughs> and then immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And they literally, they didn't even make it to Paraguay. They, they got to Buenos Aires and then that it all fell apart. Before they even oh, got right. there, and then basically they um, they kept going, like they kept Did trying you think to. This is a Kentucky business model. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Take the Australian yeah. there, and there it was, falls apart immediately. So they 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 split off in a different splinter communities down there, and a couple of them had at it for a bit while longer, and then eventually they all gave up and went back. This apparently it's still there. It's a town called New Australia. Oh my god! And uh, look, it's uh, is it populated? So there's Buena, like the Spanish for something, Australia with a flag. There's 2,000 descendants of these people living in this area. That's a lot of pedophiles. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So there's 2,000 like Paraguayan people who are just sitting around and they're like, so where are you from? You you know, what's your background? He's like, I don't fucking want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) You're in Australia? Have you had weirdos from the West End? Are they not allowed to sleep with women and drink there? Well, in not in not in that town. I think that okay. law went out. This guy was just a bit of a strict, you know, like those people who are like, I want a socialist society where we're all equal, but I'm going to be the leader. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm going to, and then we get there and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know? Yeah. So then they started like all these splinter towns. There's a new, they wanted to be, they started a new town called New Canberra. And then Australia were like, you can't call your city New Canberra, <laughs> you know? It was like in the 30, like just after Canberra. So then they're like, all right, there will be New London. And then they became new something else. Anyway, there's like three or four towns. Wow. There. So, and then they all just went back to the West End. A couple, a couple of these guys went back to the West End. And there's apparently a um, Cosme or something. Cosme is one of the other towns. But there's a big, um, I don't know, it's probably subdivided now. But in the West End, there was a big house called 
they came back and bought it and it's probably like a whole block now, you know. Whoa. But they were like, um, yeah, one of the first settlers in that area of Brisbane. So why? Why? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> why don't you just move and be there? Like, why does it have to be Australia? Yeah, I, I don't understand. It's, it's such odd. a weird You'd thing. think as well with like that amount of pedophiles, you'd want to <laughs> put as little attention on yourself as possible. Not yeah. like we're going to make a new country. Just be like, fucking get on the boat. Let's just go to assimilate. Paraguay. It's fine. Yeah. I, yeah, did, it's I like, did read. I can marry a 13 year old. No one will care. <laughs> yeah. the, one of the big, like, I obviously. I like it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the food's delicious. <laughs> someone outlined one of the big problems with the disparity between men and women. So there was some women who went, but there was probably one in 10. Whoa. And so then they were like, well, you, all right, you three have to do the, cooking and cleaning for because they're obviously still sexist as yeah. anything yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean it's yeah. not that equal so these three women are like fucking hell so there's just 50 blokes who are like oh I get to be a king over here so yeah oh, it just like did a make so if you stuff. go down to Paraguay yes to this day we can visit new Australia yeah, technically and there's people there I mean, yeah. they, they don't. It's not like they celebrate Australia Day with a cool cat. They're not any more yeah. Australian. But do you know what I mean? It's still called New Australia. It's still called the Spanish word for I New Australia. I just feel more comfortable there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like going to the Aussie bar when you go to yeah. London. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to go to Paraguay. I'm going to go to New Australia. There are, still, there are um, people there with like red, like fair, very fair skin and freckles and red hair and stuff. My old <laughs> Southern Cross tattoos. Yeah. 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 <laughs> my old, one of my uni tutors like wrote a whole book about yeah. that, that thing. Is, yeah. It's cr- insane. It's so interesting. Yeah, I had no idea at all, but there you go. So there's always been – so West End's always been weird. And yeah. some people not weird enough and they have to leave, <laughs> but still. I want know. the person like with a like an ironic mullet being like, bring back when we could go to Paraguay and fuck yeah. kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, too weird. Just take a photo with the Pomeranian. Yeah. I just want the Aussie way of life. <laughs> <laughs> Meat pies. That's Paraguay. <laughs> Paraguayan children. <laughs> do, you, um, do you know – like? like the Davis Davies Park or Davis Davies Park, Park, Davies yeah. Park, and there, I guess Park. there's a market there now. It's great, great you, market. It, apparently, it was the site of the first one of the first speedways, like motor sport yeah. sort mm-hmm. of places in Australia, and it was started by this guy who kind of almost invented like the Grand Prix. Like he started oh, wow. this um, speed racing thing, just literally a giant circle, mm. and like spectators would stand, wait, just dangerously too close, and mm. they'd get like motorbikes or cars and just go flying around. And he, he took it on, like, eventually took it on tour to London. And, like, all these people were, like, famous around the country, yeah. the, these, these um, the guys who, like, rode the motorbikes. And it kind of inspired the Grand Prix, which obviously still happens today. But I love the kind of the way he started because this dude, uh, AJ Hunting was the guy, and he br- uh, began his career in Sydney. Um, basically, he built one at uh, Maroubra. Mm. He built, like, the, I think it was the first one in the country, just literally a, just a giant concrete circle. Um, and it opened Again, it. that's how you be famous. You just do stuff. You just do Rock and roll George driving around. <laughs> Get out of the way. <laughs> Stefan behind him. <laughs> Three women in there. Um, yeah. But it was, it was like, it's obviously a huge thing because it opened with 75,000 spectators. Wow. This is in 1925, um, which is crazy. And um, they had motorbi- motorbike events and all sorts of stuff. And this was the quote. Um, uh, Despite hosting a number of successful car and motorbike events, it was short-lived and reportedly very dangerous, with a number of racers losing their lives. By the time it closed in 1927, hunting had already long moved on, having sold his share of the company and moved to Brisbane. So this guy's fucking Lyle Landley from The Sims. <laughs> 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 you up. could just move back in the day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just dye your hair, like, your hair. He just missed the boat to New Australia. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. 
So like he's just no flying around you. fucking 75,000 people. He just fucked people. off and just did it again in another city and was like, we'll make it a little safer. Yeah. One person died in the Brisbane one. Wow. But now if you go to that park, there's a, um, a memorial thing. It's like a plaque and it is like to all the motor racers who died yeah, right. and all this stuff. Yeah, you yeah. spent a lot of time in that park. but and the, I, I, Now I think about it, I've seen a few photos that could be car related. Right. Because they've got like a building there or whatever structure right yeah. okay so it's just a local park you go down there and drink underage yeah, sort of thing drink, go for walks oh, right. um kick a football around <laughs> <laughs> this park you say yeah. <laughs> interesting all sorts of different uh, stuff i, I was gonna ask yeah. what the west in your high school what was the drinking scene kind of like were you going into the boundary hotel underage or were you more of a um, davies park kind of well people would have parties and stuff mm. um so we'd mostly drink at parties or like yeah, we didn't. I, I didn't really participate in the park drinking, mm. but I maybe I did sometimes. Didn't want to lug your Milo tin down there. Yeah, <laughs> no. I can have as many scoops as I like. <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> uh, is there a skate park there? It might be new. Maybe. I believe. I so believe it's new. Which a, never. It never works when it's new. No. no. It's got to be old. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I, I did find another Facebook group called. Um, uh, it's called West End Rants. Oh, yeah. So yeah. this has actually got some classics. And the, the thing about Western Rants is there's a lot of people who are ranting and then there's a lot of ranting about how the fact that Western Rants isn't as ranty as it used to be. There's a lot of, like, meta rants. <laughs> but uh, one guy from Matthew is, I'm so flaming sick of the scooter kids scooting all over the skate park. We're trying to skate at the skate park, not scoot at the scoot fucking park, are we? <laughs> no, holy smokes, does shit get me in a twist always standing on the quarter pie talking about how sick it was that their friend Kyle or Skylar or some shit landed a jump off the ledge with one foot on the goddamn ground like you think he's going to get in the X Games with that shit fuck you <laughs> Kyle you little bitch let me drop in home here I want to hit that wall it's the place of the end dead center of the skate park that you're on with your fucking scooter and then he just oh goes on God. about so they're just so yeah it's human. a nice community yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking out Crookshank was upset <laughs> <laughs> There's just a yeah. lot of people fuming. There are a lot of dead sh- like there, there used to be this kid at our school who was a dead shit, but very funny. Um, like he one time he got caught. I think he was a skater guy. He got caught doing the old. You know how there was always a kid that would smear shit on the door. The mm-hmm. yes. door? He got caught doing that, and then the teacher <laughs> chased him around <laughs> for ages. But the teacher would just chase him wherever he went, like. He'd go here and the teacher, not thinking to come around, he'd just follow him. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he'd jump over a chair and the teacher would jump over a chair. Oh it looked like a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. this kid had a, sh- like, his pants were full of shit and he's still killing it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's making this teacher. He's got a handicap. Look at this kid with pants full of shit making a fool out yeah, of this adult. Yeah. So there's a lot of, yeah, there were a lot of dead shits around. Um, like, one guy I went to school with is now on the. Um, most wanted list. Oh, wow. oh my Australian Lord. criminal. Oh fuck! What? Yeah. So he's not caught yet. He's on the loose. He's on the loose. I think he's overseas, but he's number three. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> what was it for? Something really grim? Or? I don't know. For a while, he was a mover and shaker in Hollywood. Oh really? Wow. In a strange way. Okay, yeah. so he moved to New Australia. If you yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forget. I am. I imagine it was drug related, but he would like come back with all these stories. He told us this story about. Um, he was at a Hollywood party and Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman were there. I forget whose birthday it was. And they were singing happy birthday and Keith Urban was smoking. And someone was like, can you put the cigarette out? Like, we're just, like, we're inside. We're like, 
singing happy birthday and Keith Urban went over and put his cigarette out on the birthday cake. Kind of makes me like yeah. Keith. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. know how to yeah, make a wish, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> that rules. Oh, yeah, but, I love that. But yeah, now he's in strife. He's overseas. Yeah. I wonder where he is. New Australia, probably. He could be in now. New Australia, but it's kind of worth it for the party stories, I yeah, guess. Yeah. And it's like you do you, buddy. Totally. Just as long as I can know what Keith is like in real life. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. If I was on the run, I'd want people to know what I'm on the run for. I wouldn't want it to be. Oh, I'm sure we could look it up. Right? Yeah, I'm like, sure it would be easy to look up. Um, yeah, something we I can do forget. after the pod. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Right, okay. I just, yeah, I wouldn't want it to be, yeah. Fuck it. If I was doing yeah, it's like drug trafficking doing, or something. We're doing light stuff and then it's like he murdered 13 women. But that's <laughs> yeah. like, that it's would like, actually oh, no. be, if you're looking for someone who was on the run from drugs, yeah. I reckon you'd just put out a notice that they're wanted for child sex crimes and then they'd pop up on Facebook. I didn't fucking, fucking yeah, care. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I would fucking. They're in West End Rands. Yeah. Like, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember skating, uh, just speaking of the skate park, there's a very famous skate park in Belconnen in Canberra. Um, it has a like a bowl and there's a bowl jam every year and there's a bunch of skate videos. And Sick. Also, it used to have, they took it down, but it used to have a massive vert ramp and me and my friends were, would go and skate there, when, but we were like nine or ten, just kind of learning to skateboard. And I was on the vert ramp and told this older kid that oh. I could pump the vert, meaning like, you know, you don't drop in, <laughs> you, you start at the bottom and you like pump your way oh, right yeah, to the top, yeah. which is fucking hard to do. And it's like, and I was like, yeah, man, I can do that shit. And then he, this guy, he gathered, he was like, Are you serious? I was like, yeah, dude. And then he got, got all like his skater oh. friends. They were like 18 and he gathered this huge fucking crowd around. Oh He's like, God. this kid, can skate, like can pump the vertigrakens, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm in so Were deep." We just here. like, I hope I can. Do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, I hope it's one of those things you can jump. <laughs> <laughs> and, and to the crowd, I just like, like oh. I was nine years old, and just fucking nine skate years. up, and just slowly like oh. came to, and people just like started <laughs> peeling off one by one, and it's like this. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> when awful. They peel off. Yeah, yeah, well, that was way worse. Like you suck and you're bored. I would have rather yeah the bottle. Did anyone or something. say anything to you at the end? Uh, I think the guy just looked at me like I like it was an I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Look, well. nine. Like how yeah. much can you? <laughs> did you, you go? Did you go back to the skate park? No, I went back to my dad. I was like, can we go home? Take me to haircut. Right. Pedal to the metal. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get out of pump, here. Saying pump the bird. Yeah. 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 Just like How did using you even know all the lingo. Because I love skateboard. I would watch all the videos. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Like, like, how hard could it be? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Around the era when like Tony Hawk came out as well. So I reckon mm. like people just knew the language without doing it. Because the very first day I showed up to school in Australia, like I had a skateboard because of Tony Hawk, mm. but I just bought it at Kmart because I was like, oh yeah, it's 30 bucks and the. Very first day, I was, you know... Just I used it to make a roast chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It's like a charcuterie board. Yeah. It's, like, it's like you went to my school. <laughs> but it's got I a grip so it doesn't come off. I didn't bring the skateboard to school for the first day, but, like, I, I told, like, because I was paired up with a buddy, which is oh. usually, like, the lamest kid in yeah. school. Or the cool one, and they sense you suck, so they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put much yeah. effort in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, got, I got a nerdy one, and he was just like, what do you do? And I was like, I love skating, man. And oh. 
this thing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. As you can see from the thing I'm holding. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I didn't even bring the ball, but, like, then I, so, like, uh, the cool kid, his name is Brad, because, uh -oh. of course, it was. He was, yeah. like, a tall, blonde man, beautiful center part, uh, the ball chain <laughs> necklace, you know? Yeah. And he comes over, and he's like, hey, man, Brad said you uh, skated. And he, I was like, yeah, yeah, I love skating. Being like, they sit, I'm in with the cool group, baby. Yeah. And he was like, so what deck you use? And I was just like... What? She's <laughs> just like, what deck? And I was just like, it's got like little stickers of naked women on it that I, <laughs> that I bought from Surf Dice. And he was just like, what deck? And I was just like, I don't know what you mean. He was like, yeah. oh, so you don't skate. And then just walked away from oh, me. And, right. I was just and like, you're like, oh, buddy. No. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. Bradley. <laughs> he would have respected you if you had said Kmart brand. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, that's probably I was good just you genuinely say. flustered <laughs> yeah. because like afterwards I was like, just tell him it was from Kmart. I was saving up to buy a World Industries deck. But at the time I was just like, I don't, I didn't know what he meant. Like I was just like, what's a deck? Yeah. Skate boys, skateboarding culture is such a, yeah, there's like, I think every Everybody gets into it for a small amount of time and then some mm. people stick at it for longer and then it slowly becomes less cool as you get older. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But then I, it comes cool again. Do you reckon yeah, it, it comes does. cool yeah. again? I reckon it does. For sure. I, skating is one of the most cyclical hobbies yeah. in the on the planet. Yeah. I, I guess, reckon. yeah. If you it has long periods off and then big periods where it's fucking on. Oh, yeah. And like, like right adults now. and kids. Yeah, I think skateboarding is oh, a moment again. Now. Actually, we, this is embarrassing. Me and my family had a rollerblade uh and I say family, that's why it's embarrassing. I was a, a rollerblade blade. I was period. A My dad even bought rollerblades, <laughs> like yeah. like inlines, blades, and like I would have been like ten or twelve, and my dad. Were you a repco like, or bower? I don't. Ah, uh, you didn't fucking blaze yeah, dude. Yeah, my fucking yes, mom. I finally got my mum. <laughs> I think it was one of those things that mum was like, "This would be good for everyone to do," and she but she didn't want to do it. But it's like my sister, my brother, and my dad, and I remember just like we had this big concrete deck at the front of our house like it was at the front because we're on a hill and so you could see up the people on the deck from the street and we were just skating around there and my dad with fucking elbow pads was like <laughs> skating around on the deck and then he Sick. looks and he sees a neighbor across the road like getting a mail and she's looking up at him and she's sort of giggling and he goes shut up i'm good <laughs> <laughs> i remember here watching that a lot i did uh, end up getting a good deck but i was terrible at skateboarding so what I did was to look like I was fucking sick was like I'd get it on rails and I like where rails were around, I'd pick the deck up and I'd grind it with my hands <laughs> so, like, so that when you flip the board over, there were like marks. There oh, God, I thought like, you were like getting off and doing it at the park. No, 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 like, no, no, hey, no. guys. No, so I was like doing it. So like if this table, I would grind it along there and then people would be like, let's see your deck. And like you'd flip it over and they'd be like, fuck, you've been doing some major grindage, dude. And I'd be like, yeah. totes. You know? Sort of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and be like, Let shape. me see it. And I'd be like, oh, my ankle's acting. Like, you know? yeah. I can pump the vert though. Just go yeah. run up. I, I, I was not bad at pumping the old vert. Never wow. got quite to the top, but I got pretty close. Damn. That's cool. Damn. We and should have a vert pump competition. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think we could go back to Maybe, maybe really do that by yourself later. <laughs> I mean, I've got momentum on my side. <laughs> Skateboarding is an annoying hobby. It's sort of like comedy, but you can't learn it in private. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'd be so good if you could practice comedy, um, like at home yeah 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 you sort of can ink. but it's not it's not the it same no, God, no. no really. if you could just do like a yeah like type your joke into a fucking mm. google and it'll tell you if it's funny or not yeah. sort of thing you Whereas know a I guitar mean? player could spend three years like playing the guitar and then just come out and be like yeah 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 i always think that like with comedy you can't um like if you're a singer 
in a movie you could be like singing in a room and you don't think anyone's around and someone could be like hey you've got an incredible voice yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like with comedy you can't be like riffing by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, hey man that riff was really yeah, yeah. funny <laughs> some guy down at the park just yeah you're like fucking goodwill hunting with the yeah. thing on the board you know someone's just writing premises yeah, like, that's they, an incredible wow that's great so no embarrassing hobbies or anything becky oh it's so embarrassing like i would have a different hobby depending on like what man i was chasing <laughs> like i did fire twirling in davies park <laughs> no no yeah. <laughs> how long did you do fire twirling for as long as it took to secure my man and <laughs> how, how long was that Years. And how much so of a loser long. was this Such guy? Such a loser. Oh, wow. like and how good later. did you get a fire twirl? Like, could you do it now? No, no. I could do a couple moves. <laughs> One of the other things you can't really do at home in private either. Yeah. Sure, you know, I mean? I you've got to sort of go outside for fire twirl. I know. Uh, so was your guy like a circusy guy or was he just too He cool? was. He was like a musician guy, a classic kind of Western person um, that I really loved for ages. And I was always trying new hobbies to get his attention. Oh. And um, and Fire it was like because you know in Brisbane the only thing people line up for in Brisbane is to audition for Australian Idol and when the Krispy Kreme, <laughs> <laughs> like we had it we had one of the new Krispy Kreme stores and that was so exciting, and like I lined up for ages for that because before that you'd have to get people if they're all, you know coming back from Sydney or whatever it'd be wow. a big thing to yeah. get a box of Krispy Kreme yeah 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 and so I always used to think of Jesse, that was his name, um, the guy I was obsessed with. Like he was such a hot commodity. And now like I, like I saw him a couple of years ago just busking on the street and I'm like, yuck. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's the same as Krispy Kreme now. Like if I see a Krispy Kreme just for sale in a 7-Eleven, I'm like, oh, I can't believe I used to like that. <laughs> but also it's still a bit like, yum. Yeah, <laughs> there is still yeah, something yeah. alluring. We're yeah. up for it, but if it's later. Were, yeah. a, lot of, yeah. were a lot of other girls after him or just? Um, yes. But like. So it's just like nine girls <laughs> out of fire twirling <laughs> out of the park. Well, I wanted to know, what was the hobby that got him eventually where he's like, yeah, I love you too? Well, he actually fell on hard times and because um, our, our, our mums were friends mm. and he fell on hard times and had and had to move in with us. So I was able to <laughs> sort of just trap him. <laughs> I thought you were, that's when I realised yeah. he was a loser. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's nah. when I cornered him. Yeah. Becky just uh. bankrupting his mum. Yeah. I'm like, that's Oh, fantastic. So my crush will just be moving straight into my house. <laughs> this is That's the running around after the guy shitting himself story. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just chasing this loser. Okay, around. fire twirling is a good one. What else? Oh, I had it all. Like my friend and I, like this is before trying to impress this guy, but I tried every hobby. Like I did, I did and dropped out of everything like gymnastics, um, skateboarding was another one, played the flute. My friend and I one time we – were busking we we're like 10 and we had our flutes and we we're like let's go busk at the fish and chip store and um we'll like take our sheet music from school just playing these awful songs next to each other but I guess like looked kind of cute like two 10 year old girls um and then we started having a fight about the money and started saying the most horrific things to each other. <laughs> and like a woman and her child, she was like, get away from them. And started dragging her kid away. And that like made the fight go bigger. And then we decided to split up. Like we had this fight and I'm like, well, fine. You busk here. I'm going to busk over there. And we'll, <laughs> it was a really busy road. <laughs> and so, so 
the end of the So what other people would have seen was just two. Oh, we were both wearing Santa hats too for no reason. It wasn't <laughs> Christmas. Okay. So just two like insane girls wearing Santa hats standing on opposite sides of the road angrily blowing their There's <laughs> 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 like I'm no sorry. foot traffic. Like, oh my God. What did you, so you broke yeah. up because wow. you didn't, couldn't figure out the 50-50 split or something like that? It was something like she wanted to play Good King Winsless and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> did you make up after that or was that a permanent Yeah, break? it was a constant state of like fighting and making up. Oh my Lord. But yeah, there were oh, so many hobbies like beanie babies. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. You know, you got your little athletics after the Olympics. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? I did it all, really. Um, At least you made a bit of scratch with that busking. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah a good I did busk for a bit. And the Beanie Babies were worth a lot once upon a time. Mm. A Chinese man once gave my dad a big crate of chocos. Oh, I love chocos. And he let me sell them at the markets. <laughs> sound legal or anything no, like yeah. that? No one really was interested. <laughs> <laughs> me and my cousin used to stand at the we would would have like i don't know 10 or 11 years old and stand at the woolies car park in maria on the south coast mm. and just and go up to people who are going to do their shopping but like, can we wash your windows for 50 like we do window yeah. washing but at the woolies car park and we'd come away with like for 10 or a 10 year old we came away with some decent cash the homeless yeah. guy is loving this you know like <laughs> yeah. he's yeah. trying yeah. to fucking feed himself yeah. Yeah. Well, we <laughs> but then the other scam was um my cousin at that at that time they lived in this like block of flats and out the back there was like a weird um, creek and we'd go out there and my cousin's like, oh, this is the best, like check this out. And he'd steal someone's sock off the clothesline because it was like a communal clothesline. He'd steal someone's sock and put it over his hand and just stick his hand in the creek and just be like that and then be like, as soon as he felt a yabby bite him, he'd rip the yabby out wow. and we'd get like eight of them and go to the pet store and the guy would just buy them off us. <laughs> so we just had all this cash from washing windows and stealing yabbies out of this fucking creek. Can, you can make money. <laughs> <laughs> you can just go, like the I used to just go things. looking for money. Yeah. yeah. I just walk around like hoping to find it. My, there was a you fucking would. you would yeah. often find <laughs> there was a driving range in my mate's house and him and his cousin used to just walk at night because they wouldn't get all the balls and just fucking collect all the balls just have like hundreds and hundreds drag them home wash them and then sell them at like the market so it's the fucking golf club down the road would Whoa. fucking buy them for like 20 cents each they'd sell them for 50 cents but the driving range just were like they must have been furious. Like, what the <laughs> fuck's going on? We're losing yeah. 150 balls every night, you know? Is this hitting them into oh, somewhere? Yeah. That's capitalism. Yeah. yeah. Trickle down. Yeah. yeah. Hustling. All right, we uh, have two more questions. The first okay. is, uh, if you if someone wants to visit West End mm -hmm. and you're recommending stuff, what's your morning, afternoon and night recommendations for them? Oh, that's a good question. Um, morning, you do have to check out the markets. It's a lovely little vibe there. Um, afternoon, I'd go for a beer. Maybe at, uh, where would you go? Maybe just Boundary Hotel. A classic. Because it's a good set, like it's a good location. Mm -hmm. um, and then at night, oh, Lordy. Um, is, there, is it rump Rumpus Room? Rumpus Room, yeah. Is that a bit? Wander over to Rumpus Room. Check it out. That seemed like sure. the late night last. Is that the late night? Yeah, the like last they play call. fun music and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, night, I mean like, oh, actually afternoon I'd say go for a big walk. Yep. Um, Go like Davies park, park. Get your fire twirling sticks out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Try and mm -hmm. impress. They've, yeah. There's, yeah, I'd say walk, markets, and then just a beer somewhere. Mm. I'm sure I'm missing out on stuff, but it's hard. Like when you live there, you don't, 
thinking yeah, about yeah, what yeah. people mm. are doing. I'm like, I don't know. Do you go to the back? gym? Do you go back? Go and watch Netflix. You know, like, do you go back there often? Or yeah, like my parents and sisters half sisters still live there yeah right so i okay. go all the time it's awesome like i i truly love that area it's oh, great. well that leads into the last question then so beck you've achieved everything you want from comedy <laughs> yours and cam's advice podcast is <laughs> just killing it in the numbers oh, 500 a week i imagine <laughs> <laughs> that's what we <laughs> think I, it it is. I mean i can um i can crush you because i could tell you it's actually more than that <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah. you've got 20 patreons <laughs> you're raking it we don't in. have a patreon i don't want to take money from people after all this and done with everything you've achieved everything you want would you move back to west end i would i, I actually would it's a little hot like queensland is absolutely heating up to a place yeah i agree it seems yeah. like everyone's kind of yeah yeah, oh, it's it really hot, like hot, temperature hot. Yeah, like yeah. whenever oh, I go okay. back there, I'm dumber, way dumber. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like I think people think people in Queensland are dumb and it's like we're not, we're just actually hot. Yes. And it's, it's, it's hard to think. It's, it's hard, so to, yeah, hard yeah. to think. Yeah, it makes you lethargic. And yet I'm one of the greatest thinkers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just give me a cold <laughs> room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Take me to Russia. Queen's Gambit. Becky, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh Listen, I've got a book coming out in June. I'd love it if you pre-ordered it. I don't think cool. it's much to pre-order. I think it's kind of cheap. Uh, and if you could please, please buy it, that would really mean the world to me. What's it book called? Book? It's called Alex White Suck My Ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you just wow. secured my pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Same title as my manuscript. Yeah, right. <laughs> Finally, someone's writing what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All those phone conversations make sense now. <laughs> I should just suck my ass. <laughs> suck my ass. American accent at the end. It has yes, to be. ASS. <laughs> ASS. All righty. No, and cool. you've got a podcast with Cameron James. I do have a podcast with Cameron James. Um, yeah, just like... If you follow me on Instagram, then you you're doing be Melbourne Comedy Festival or any of that bullshit this year. I'm not doing a show. No, I am actually hosting the gala though. Oh, okay. I don't me and Ben know if I'm actually allowed. Maybe I'm not allowed. Uh, we can to. bleep that. Might probably hit my spam folder actually. That yeah. Invite. So you know, I don't know. Good luck. I, I'm not. I don't know if I'm allowed to announce it, but also who cares? Like it's. Yeah. Exactly. No <laughs> yeah, one cares. Yeah. yeah. No one gives a shit about the announcement. No one cares now. So it's yeah. actually but Susan Proven listens to the pod. Yeah. She, 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 she writes in oh, a hey, lot. Hey, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just write back. Suck my ass. Suck my ass. Uh, thanks so much. Yeah, thank thanks you. for having thank me, guys. You. Sorry, I didn't remember more. It's, I've abused um, methamphetamine so much that my brain has shriveled. <laughs> one, of, one of the greatest yeah. thinkers. Please keep listening to podcasts. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Apple Podcasts and all that bullshit. Yeah, rate, review, all that cool yep. stuff. Thanks, everyone. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. See you. Bye.